Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie, and I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. Okay, today we are going to talk about the most expensive and the least expensive neighborhoods in Toronto as of July 2021. Helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everyone, how you doing? Hope you had an awesome week. Uh, And we are back today with a fun little podcast where we are going to talk about the July 2021 stats and the most expensive and the least expensive neighborhoods uh, for those of you that care. This is according to the July uh, Toronto Real Estate Board stats. Um, we are now in, at the end of August, but we're referencing the July stats. And uh, we are borrowing some of this information from our friends at BlogTO, which uh, is great. I'm sure all of you know BlogTO. It's the best website going for city information, wouldn't you say? I hate it, but yeah, it's interesting. You hate it. Yeah, I do. Why? Uh, well, it's another topic <laughs> for another time. Well, on that happy note. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so let's get into it. Um, we probably, this probably won't be a huge surprise to us anyway, Leslie. Mm-hmm. Maybe for some people it will be, but, um, you know, we've, we already know doing this business sort of what the most expensive and least expensive neighborhoods are. But I'm not sure everybody knows that because every once in a while I get somebody who will say to me, you know what I really like? Uh, Young and St. Clair for a house. I'd be really interested in that neighborhood. And uh, what's your budget? I've got about 700. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I don't think. Or I really, uh, Rosedale's great. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, average price here is 3 million. Do you have 3 million? Well, I have 750. So we do get that. Um, now, so just so we're clear, the average person in Toronto now needs an annual income of about $200,000 a year to afford a detached home. Yeah. Yeah. Like 200000 average income, right? So it's, it's getting up there. And we will be paying that off for more than 25 years. So um, that's where we're at. I mean, the average detached home in the city last month was like 1.7, I think. Yeah, 62. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we had that little tiny blip in the market, you know, for detached properties during COVID. I think a lot of people, uh, just because, I, I don't know, they were unaffordable here in the city, we found people moving outside. But um, certainly that's that didn't last long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but as we talked about on a podcast a couple of weeks ago in terms of the July numbers, the detached properties in Toronto proper did not go up nearly as much as in the 905. So, uh, you know, they were up about 12.6%, which is awesome. But compared to sort of what they were doing in the 905, which was, you know, 40%, um, you know, it still makes the city very expensive. However, I think that maybe there's a little better opportunity right now than there was a little while ago, right? Yeah. So now you really have to think about it. If you want to move to the suburbs, you know, you're going to be paying an average of 1.4, 1.4, but in the city you're paying about 1.7. So, right. you know, the gap is shrinked. Right. Has, shrinking has right. shrunk. Mm-hmm. It's shrinking. So, you know, just food for thought for those of you who are thinking about it. 
So, most expensive neighborhoods in the city. Um, number one, of course, is the Bridal Path Sunnybrook neighborhood. Yeah. So, average price there is about three point one million. Mm-hmm. Eh, no surprise there. I don't actually see a lot in the Bridal Path for three million. Most of what mm-hmm. I've seen is like fifteen. I agree. Million. Yeah. So I'm not sure what properties there are going for three million. Right. That must be. Well, no. So that border is funny. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, near where I live at uh, Young and Lawrence. Sometimes I'll, you know, um, hear of a property is for sale and I can't find it. I can't find it. But it's listed in real estate district, uh, bridal path. Right, right, right. So that might be where those lower priced ones are. Right, right. But in bridal path, you know, proper, I agree with you. Yeah, Yeah. because it expands. Like that's all C12, but it does reach over to the Don Mills Yeah, and there's some of Lee's side, like the north side of Broadway. Right, C12, right, that's right. You wouldn't know that. That's right. Mm-hmm. And those properties are a little more reasonable. Yeah, that's, you know, that's what I think. Three million instead of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and by the way, if, for anybody who hasn't been around the bridal path, I do come across people I'm like that. I'm there every day. Yeah. What do you want to know? Yeah, but it's, it's you know, definitely worth a drive if you don't know that neighborhood. It's it's There's some really... There's some big, beautiful houses, but really interesting architecture, which I mm-hmm. appreciate most about the bridal path. There's some strange-looking homes there. Uh, but there's less and less of that. They're all being knocked down for these big monster homes yes. that all look the same. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they are. But, you know, nonetheless, while there's still some yeah. strange-looking houses there, <laughs> yeah, I say go take a look. Yeah, interestingly, there's a lot of... Um empty homes there. A lot of empty homes, mm. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. People who tend to own properties on the bridal path proper, Mm -hmm. they don't live there. Mm -hmm. They live, they have many homes. Mm -hmm. This is one of many, Mm -hmm. one of many $20 million homes. So there's a, in that situation, I know like there's a, Many that are um, rented out. So my sons have, their best friends live in the bridal bridal path in these huge, beautiful homes um, that they rent from someone who's never been there. Yes. Uh, and if you're a 16-year-old boy um, coming home every night at 2.30 in the morning from the bridal path, there's a great hill to skateboard down without okay. a helmet, <laughs> which is what I learned today. Excellent. <laughs> so, um, yeah, worth a, worth a look around. Um, okay, second most expensive neighborhood in the city. This is no surprise. Uh, these are all the... Th- these three are all the three that we would all know about, um, is Rosedale and Moore Park. And um, in my humble opinion, this is the best neighborhood in town for housing. I At a certain love price Rosedale. Point. Yeah, yeah no, I'm mm-hmm. not that I can yeah. afford it. Mm-hmm. I'm saying in general. If you had unlimited funds, that's where you'd live. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. Everything about Rosedale is beautiful. Yeah. Windy streets, leafy, God, leafy streets. Unusual architecture lots, yeah. again, like different types I think there you get more diversity of... Yeah, yeah like, well, yeah. different diversity. And so close, I mean, of, of housing style. Yeah, but you're you're totally, yeah, no, I meant, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I know. And I mean. so close to downtown. You're central. So close to highways. You're close to the subway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some, but you get way smaller of a lot. Yeah, than the so, bridal path. Than the bridal mm-hmm. path. So really for, and again, the average price here they're saying is $2.3 million. I don't see much under no. $7 million no, there. No, I don't understand that. Number. No, me either. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, for if you're going to spend $10 million, I would, you know, I like Rosedale better mm-hmm. than I like mm-hmm. the Bridal Path. And you get way more house up at the Bridal Path, but, mm-hmm. you know, you get a whole different community feeling in Rosedale. Mm-hmm. And Rosedale's a city. You know, I, the I Bridal agree. Path's a like a suburb. suburb. Yep, yeah. I agree. Um, and then third, we had Forest Hill. 
slash Lawrence Park, where we had almost the same price point of $2.1 million. Um, you know, Forest Hill also just beautiful, beautiful streets, interesting homes, you know, very, but it's quiet. It's quiet yep. there. It's mm-hmm. sleepy. Mm-hmm. Um, but very nice. I think there's some also very fascinating architecture, mm-hmm. even some of the new builds. I, you know, you, you drive by some and you think, oh, that's stunning. And some of yeah. them, I'm like, what the hell is that? What were they thinking? Yeah. <laughs> There's one in particular that went up last year. It's And it's a corner lot. Um, I won't name the street, but it is the weirdest looking house. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know why someone, where where were they going with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um, and then interesting also, it was Stonegate, um, Queensway area, which was 1.8 million average. And there's a lot of homes in that neighborhood that you can get for eight fifty. So that mm. was interesting to me. See, I'm looking at a different list, right? And that's not on the list. And that's not on the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. Kingsway yeah. South. Is well, I was going to say then much there, further down. There's Kingsway South, mm-hmm. which is which is. Also, I love that area. Oh, Kingsway's yeah. beautiful. I like that. But area. it is very isolated. Very isolated. Yeah, I think you know there are parts of the city where. If you want to be in a big, beautiful home, you have to. You're in the city technically, but you really give up walkability. Yeah. Other than you know Rosedale, really. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we're talking outside of Toronto, you know the most expensive neighborhoods are really like King City. Yeah. And Oakville, right? Okay. Yeah, love both of them. I love mm-hmm. both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, King City, you get a lot more house. Yeah. Oakville, uh, a lot more land, I guess. Bigger lot, bigger lot. Mm-hmm. Oakville, why? I, I mean, I am the biggest Oakville fan going. I love Oakville because they have the most expensive properties in all of Canada. Uh, more, way more so than the Bridal Path. There's lots of Oakville properties that are thirty, forty, fifty million, but you also have some communities that are, you know. A million. Yeah. So there are some very affordable pockets, and there are some outrageous, you know, properties. Yeah. Whereas in some of these other neighborhoods, there aren't isn't that range. It, there isn't the kind of and the, then the biggest biggest distinction of all for me is you know comparing all of these, but uh, Oakville versus King City is um, proximity to water. Absolutely. That's just a huge yeah. thing. Um, Oakville to me feels like, and I grew up in Burlington and Milton. So, you know, I spent, it's all the same kind of thing in a way. Right. Uh, But Oakville, to me, every time I'm there, which is often, feels like I'm just dropped on a holiday. Like everything about Oakville, I just find lovely. Mm -hmm. I just love it. Um, So if you're thinking, but it it, it ain't cheap. Mm -hmm. So if you want to move there, you have to pay. Um, Even the, uh, you know, townhomes and things like that have just gotten crazy expensive. And there's not a lot of condos Really, and the ones that are there are very high end. Mm-hmm. So, in a lot of places, you can go to a condo mm-hmm. to kind of offset. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to be in Oakville to get into I'll the buy a condo. But yeah, yeah, but, but they, you can't there. Not really. Like, there's some, but you mm-hmm. still have to pay for it. But mm-hmm. there are not a lot of bad neighborhoods, which is great. And and you know, but it is a suburb, so most of the time you have to drive, mm-hmm. right? Unless you're kind of in downtown yeah. Oakville, for sure. Uh, now there's the rest of us out there who are just the average people who are not looking to find the most expensive parts of town, but we're looking to find the deals mm-hmm. out there. And where do we have the deals? Mm-hmm. Um, cheapest home price, this is a shocker to me, in July was in Cabbage Town, Regent Park, Moss Park area. I don't understand that. I don't either, but, you know, C8, right? We always talk mm-hmm. about C8 being sort of where you're getting... Um, 
and there's probably, to be fair, not a lot of sales that go on there. Right, and not a lot of houses. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Cabbage Town is very expensive. So that's mm-hmm. like the very expensive part of C8. Regent Park is the, you know, not the most expensive area. And then, you know, Moss Park is sort of in between. Mm-hmm. So the average price in that neighborhood was 742 and wow. change. Wow. Yeah. That's what I would be doing then. I would be doing that too. Now, what is that like? How many homes sold? Like five? Like, I don't know. I'd have yeah. to really yeah. look look at that because as we know, um, there's right. not a lot of sales there, right? right? Um, but in fact, I can tell you that there, oh, there were more than we thought. 248 sales. Interesting. That's a lot. It is a lot. I don't even know where to go with that. It's strange. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had Central Scarborough. Where the average price was seven fifty nine, and imagine the average price being cheaper in Scarborough or more expensive in Scarborough than it was in in uh, C eight seven fifty nine. Uh, Rexdale at oh. seven seventy nine. Poor Rexdale. It's, it's coming along though, isn't it? I, I think so. Um, and then get everything this. is Jane and Finch. The average price was more expensive there than C eight at eight twelve. So strange. So some of these things that are, seem a little odd. Do you have every neighborhood there? I do have every like, neighborhood. A couple that I've heard about in terms of value are like um, Mimico, maybe? Mimico's Or really Rockcliffe Smythe. Yeah. Do you know that one? I don't I know. Do. Smythe. I yeah, don't know Smythe. that area very well, but I hear that that's like our. Um, or what's another one I hear about? Like around Downsview or Corso Italia, I think, even still. Are those are those among the ones to consider? No, well, Mimico's gone up a fair bit. The yeah. average price point there was uh, one point two. Oh, really? Okay. Well, now that's all of W six. Yeah. So, you know, you get the good, the bad. Yeah. Um, in terms of sizing, um, where yeah. else did you say you said Rockless Smythe? Where okay. is that, and what what's it like? Because I hear is, about that one. Yeah, so it's part of. Um, I think it's all part of W or C. I have to double check that actually. Um, yeah, you check that while I'm looking up something else. Um, did you say Agent Court? Did you say or Yorkdale? One of those? Did you say? Yeah, around Yorkdale. How, yeah, that's eight sixty. So there, I think that yeah. might be uh, yeah. as transit kind of grows in that area. Yeah, a big indicator is transit. I think yeah. it's definitely. Transit yeah. for sure. Yeah. We have to keep in mind too that the once the Eglinton line yeah. goes in, think about what that's going to mean to yes some of those neighborhoods. Yeah, along the line. Oh, yeah. it's going to be mm-hmm. huge um, because there are a couple in and around here in Scarborough. Um, you know, Malvern, for example, it's not going to that's not going to touch necessarily the the Eglinton line, but mm-hmm. it certainly gets you closer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, Scarborough's not that big, and there are options if you're out there that you can get There's some great parts Eglinton. of Scarborough that I've recently just get to, gotten to know for the there first time. There really are. Yeah, I, I would live in Scarborough for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, you just you just have to know it. You just have to, to know where to go, and I think that's, poor Scarborough has had, you A know. A bad rap. Forever. Bad reputation. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. then we, if we're kind of talking about other affordable neighborhoods, mm-hmm. not detached, but other affordable neighborhoods, of course, downtown, right? So C1, main downtown, uh, average home price there was $841. Um, again, not a lot of detached or freehold homes. It was largely condo developments there. But, 
you know, the condo prices there are are pretty good. Like along the lake, even in my opinion, you know, you can get a nice condo on near or on Queens Key for under a million. Mm-hmm. You know, which to be right on Queens Key and be at the water and all the action and yeah, be close lovely. to the subway. Mm-hmm. I agree. You can't mm-hmm. beat that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so again, mm-hmm. if you want to, if you're on a budget and you want to move outside the city, we're talking about the best prices being in Orangeville. You know, I've had a few clients move to Orangeville this year. Um, it's cute. I don't know it well, but uh, it's cute. Mm-hmm. Average home price there seven fifty, seven fifty five. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Brock and Oshawa, which were the highest increases mm-hmm. in July, yep. also being the, still the most affordable. Yep. Um, and you're about seven fifty there. Um, Oshawa's gone up a little more; they're about seven eighty now. Um, and then one that I did want to talk about is and Innisville and Essa. Essa, as we know, we always talk about Essa being so expensive. Guess where I drove through yesterday. You drove through Essa? I know where Essa is now. Yeah, I drove through it recently, too. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Very N- nice. Not a lot going on. But no, but very nice. I can see it. High price real estate, man. Yeah. Okay, so Innisville, which the average price was this this uh, month was eight sixty one. Wow. But did you see that new development that's going into Innisville? No. Oh, my God. It's... They are planning like a whole like I know about city the, community yeah. thing happening. Transit thing is happening in Innisfil, mm-hmm. and I think that people who are looking for a place to, you know, I don't know, buy something that you're going to get a good return on. I was like, I started looking for property immediately. Can I buy something in Innisfil? Is there, is there a, a rental property that I can buy there? Because what they're proposing there is going to be. Huge. Like what? So it's going to be, I'm just trying to find. It's just because there was a nothing, there was nothing there except an amazing, you often find in these uh, places on the outskirts the most amazing athletic facilities or yes. community centers. I always went to the Innisville Arena and it's nothing in Toronto compares to it. But yeah, the, um, I, I didn't pay much attention to the driver who was uh, yesterday when I drove through the area, but he was talking about kind of road expansion and a new highway kind of going right through and it's Phil and Bradford and all that up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be, I didn't dive into the details and I'm just looking here, but it's something that, um, that the provincial government has now fast tracked. So it was supposed to be happening, uh, but it's like a huge planned neighborhood. There's going to be a go station, high rise buildings, shopping, retail, like they are proposing this development to be like the new, like key suburb of downtown. Mm -hmm. Like the whole thing, the whole community is going to change Mm -hmm. on the lake. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really interesting. Although, you know, people that live there, I think hate it. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, like what better opportunity for a person to get in the market um, mm-hmm. you know, and here, like, look at this. Sorry, I know we're on a podcast, so you people can't see it, but I'm showing, showing the futuristic pictures of the of the uh, community that they're planning yeah. on building there. I think that's what my uh, the person who drove yesterday was talking yeah. about. Yeah. So that would be something everyone I would be considering doing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is looking at the town of Minnesville. Mm-hmm. But already eight sixty. So, but what's that going to be worth five years from now? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. No, Huge I agree. opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, those were the least expensive and the most expensive neighborhoods. Um, 
So as we've said on this podcast and other places, I think for those of you who are thinking about buying property, even if you don't want to live there, I think it's worth getting in the market. And if you can find a bit of a deal, buy something and rent it out. Maybe you don't want to live in Brock Region or Orangeville, but buy something and rent it out, right? Until you can afford to maybe take some of that equity out and buy where you want to actually live. But I think it's a good option mm-hmm. because we just want everybody to get in the market somewhere, yeah. right? And and to your point, as you've just uh, talked about Innisville, you know, kind of get informed, like look to the future about plans for different neighborhoods and, you know, as much as you can, get in while the going's good. Yes. That's the way to do it. Absolutely. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, look at some of these communities like Hamilton or, you know, Barrie, Windsor, places that were dirt, dirt, dirt cheap, you know, 10 years ago. Look how they've taken off. Well, we've seen the same thing with Durham and other prop- other regions. There's so much opportunity out there. But, yeah, informing yourself and, and really mm-hmm. getting a good sense of thinking about the future, right? Like, mm-hmm. we all need to stop living in the present when it comes to real estate and really think about, okay, where, if you're looking for investment, I mean, like, where is the next big place to boom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like it might be in Innisville. Could be. Uh, anyway, so that's what we have for you today. Hopefully that's been kind of interesting. I think uh, I oh, found I, it interesting. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Yeah. So um, kind of a short one. But in the meantime, uh, please subscribe. If you haven't already, if you just stumbled across us, we always appreciate it. If you subscribe to this podcast, we come out weekly. Uh, episodes drop on Tuesday. And you can follow us on all of our social channels at the Janelle Cameron team. Uh, We upload regularly to everywhere, quite frequently on Instagram, weekly, at least on YouTube and uh, Facebook, of course. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. And until then, we wish you happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.